Hello, welcome to Audio Blobs. I'm Danny. I'm Matt. Hi, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank Good. you. So today uh, we're going to be looking at uh, simple reverb. That's my that's my job for the day. Awesome, and I've got something simple too. Cool. Well, this should take us take the us shortest Audio Blobs in the world. <laughs> that was Audio Blobs. Thank you for listening. Um, uh, no, so uh, I've gone uh, super simple and gone straight for uh, one of my favourite little guitar pedals, which is the J Rocket Audio Designs Boing. Boing. Insert little boing here. Um, so I bought an amp about a year ago, didn't have any reverb on, needed a little kind of something something. Um, and I used to use one of the little, um, the Electroharmonics... Oh, I can't remember, was it a Holy Grail? Holy Grail is, a, Holy is Grail. a reverb, yeah. yeah. Uh, the little Nano, the little kind of boss-sized Holy Grail one. Um, really good, it was great. Uh, I sold it and then bought a new amp without any reverb on, so immediately regretted it. But I thought instead of going and buying something else, I'll go and test out a couple of bits and pieces, and this is where I came across this. I've always used uh, Fender amps, and they always come with a spring reverb. Yeah. Um, and normally lump some kind of uh, deluxe some kind of deluxe reverb of some description <laughs> on. Um, and this is where this thing comes in. So it is uh, a little boss-sized pedal that gives you a spring reverb emulation, basically. Okay. That's it. Is it basically a, a Fender tank? It's basically, yeah, one a of those Fender big deluxe tank. reverb tank, sprung tank okay. in a in a pedal um obviously there is no spring in there it doesn't do that it's just yeah. a it's a digital version um so here it is oh here's my guitar les paul into my mango uh with not with nothing on nice and dead sounds good sounds good um and then if you turn it on so just a quick rundown of the buttons actually you've literally got an on off foot switch and then a giant dial on the top um and the reason it's so big is because it you should be able to technically op operate it with your foot. Uh, so if okay, it's on cool. your pedal board and you want a little bit more, you don't have to bend down. You can just go, I want more, and roll it on or awesome. off with your foot, which is very cool. So uh, here it is with uh, it on. So that's a little bit of it. So that's on about sort of... Uh, 9, 10 o'clock. Um, if I turn this up to about 12 o'clock, which I'll do using my foot. <laughs> Sounds a bit like this. It sounds like a Fender Deluxe. Sounds like a Fender Deluxe. Yeah. yeah does exactly what I needed it to do, basically. Um, and I've tried it with a couple of different amps, and it seems to work really i mean it, there's no reason it shouldn't but it yeah. seems to work really really well there's a, you know when you get into guitar pedals more you kind of end up working that some things work really well with certain amps and some, some things just sound dreadful with yeah. other things this seems to work really well with everything um so that's at 12 o'clock i'll turn it up to uh, all the way let's just <laughs> and, and there we go this kind of when you turn it up this high it, you kind of get that almost a bit of latency kind of got a bit of pre-delay on it, hasn't it? Just hit one dead note. Yeah. Oh, it's got a lot of pre-delay on it. It's got a lot of pre-delay. So if we turn this down to about three o'clock, say, between two and three. It's got a little bit less. 
Yeah. It's kind of nice. If you're doing a lot of that kind of solo guitar, um, you know, intros and things like that, it sounds great. It's quite nice. You can put quite a lot on it without it sounding it doesn't it doesn't overshadow it yeah, yeah. You, there's not too much it doesn't sound too much you can get like a nice long tail on it it's a really, without it dominating yeah the it's rest a really of your tone. usable reverb a lot of the things like the some of the fender twins like the old um actually not the old the the red dial ones the evil twins the uh the reverb on evil those twins. yeah they're, they're called evil twins <laughs> um they are you know the reverb on those is enormous it just yeah. goes on for days and days and days um, and sometimes that's really really good and that's what you want but um i never need that it's not the kind of stuff that i do yeah so uh this kind of fills fills the void really lovely 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 um yeah it's a cute little pedal it's a cute little pedal boss sized runs off a nine volt battery or off a nine volt power supply simple in and out jack one massive dial which is basically here is your reverb how much would you like uh turn it on and off um and that's it simple as anything um if you don't know about the guys from um jrad which is the best acronym in the world <laughs> uh um, j rocket uh these guys are incredible they've done some amazing pedals there is one of the best sounding uh clon copies oh cool uh that's called the i think it's the archer which i think is their copy which is fantastic the, the centaur the centaur yeah. sorry yeah um, which is called, the, yeah, the Archer. That's incredible. There's some great sounding pedals on here. They've got a really, really good range. There's some nice delays, some great overdrives. Yeah, really good. Just go and check it out. I think, is it jrocketaudiodesigns.com? It is rocketpedals.com. Oh, there you are. Rocketpedals.com. So yeah, so I'm just looking at it now. It's rocket, R-O-C-K-E-T-T, pedals.com. Just having a look at what they've got. They're very cute. They're cute. The design cute is really lovely. Yeah, so if um if you're on uh, Instagram, go and find a guy called Deadwood Music. He's a friend of ours called uh, Rich Watson, um, and he's done some amazing demos of uh, quite a lot of the, the J Rocket stuff. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, he's done some of the really the nicer bits. I think he's got one on the Archer. There's a couple of ones um, on some of the signature pedals as well that he's done. Um, awesome. Yeah, they great. Don't, they don't seem too expensive either. So that this not. this Archer, the the Centaur clone, is one hundred and eighty nine bucks. So yeah, I think fifty um, quid. I think this Boeing in my local music shop, I'm under. I think it was about a hundred quid, something like that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, which is a pretty good price point for something that's that's really really simple as well. There's obviously there's things like the the Strymon stuff and the Eventide and if you do a lot with reverb this isn't going to cut yeah. it for that. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for that Strymon thing then you know, nothing else with the exception of the Eventide, those two, the Eventide the Strymon are the only two that are going to do what you need to do without going and having, you know, unless you've got a Helix or if you've, you know, if you're running a lot of rack gear there's nothing else in pedal form that touches it yeah but i don't need that and most guitarists you know most simple rig guitarists that like have a, a small floorboard with some you know a delay a bit of crunch a tuner on which is basically what my rig is um this this covers pretty much all of the bases but it does what we like which is 
it does one thing yep. really well yep. with one knob, basically. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is, again, it's it's back to the, the audio blobs ethos, isn't it? It's like when I picked this up, I plugged into it, I turned it on and went, yep, that, that sounds works. like the reverb that I expect my yeah. reverb to sound like. And that's the thing that I've gone for as well today Yeah, is, is in that vein, that kind of one knob does everything, takes a function and simplifies it down to one knob. And it just takes it takes uh, all of the hours of parameter ed editing that you can get lost in away. Yeah. And it just gives you one good sound. How much of it do you want? Yeah. Which, Which I think is... The best way she think this the the best things are set up like that absolutely so we love it so that is uh rocketpedals.com and that is the j rocket audio designs boing insert boing here <laughs> <laughs> okay cool so as i was saying i've been I say this you noisy bastard <laughs> sorry She's just, just going down. for a walk. Remember, you're attached to those headphones. <laughs> Two hours later. Just... Sorry, I went for a quick stroll. There we go. <laughs> how are we doing? Uh, yes, good. How, how was your walk? <laughs> it was lovely, thank okay, you. Good. I'm just going to make sure my phone's off. There we go. Excellent. So I was going to say I've been looking this week, but I haven't been looking this week. I've had this for a while. Uh, it came out probably about a year ago now. Yeah. And this is... Softube's Drama S73. Softube's. Uh, what did we look at that Softube uh, recently the, in um, the free plugins, the saturation knob? Oh yes. Yeah, I'm a big fan. They do they do a load of good stuff. I've got a few of their things. Cool. Um, this is one of their things that I use the most, so I thought it would be good to look at. And since you were doing the boing, you and your phone. <laughs> Good God, just put it down. It's not me. Two it's, minutes. It's just an iPhone, so it just goes... <laughs> no, when I knew that you were doing the boing, I thought it would be good to look at this, because I knew it was just one knob. Yep. And this is just one knob. This takes uh, an incredibly complicated process, like multiband compression, and it moves that process across to one single knob, which I think is brilliant. Um, you can chuck this on a master bus or a drum bus or something like that. And cool. On a drum bus, it does wonders. Um, so the Drama 1973 was a multiband compressor, like a hardware multiband compressor mm -hmm. that Drama brought out, which is standard multiband compressor. I think it was three bands. Uh, so you had you you could change your crossover points, um, and obviously then you've got all of your compression functions on each band. On each band, okay. Cool. This strips that away, so it has ten like preset functions. Okay. Uh, an air switch. Which just kind of adds a kind of top end sparkle. Yeah. And it opens up that above 10K band. Sure. Um, and then an amount. And that's basically it. You can then change your output gain and you can choose how much if you're going wet or dry signal. So you can use it to essentially do parallel compression. Oh, so you can good. you can have cool. just the compressed signal or you can stick it in the middle and have equal amounts of the wet and the dry signal or you know, you can you can oh, good idea. you can blend kind it. Yeah. Nice... Just have it chucked in there. There's I think yeah. all compressors should have that knob chucked in there. Yeah, it makes definitely. life a lot easier. Um but yeah, so it takes what is a very complicated process and simplifies it into basically ten settings and one knob. So uh what I'll do is I'll flick through some of these presets so you can hear the difference. I'll stick it on this drum bus and then I will put it on a track and I'll and I'll flick it in and out. We can listen to the different presets and hear what it's doing. So if I switch on these drums. Okay, so it's just a 
dry stereo drum bus, basically. Yeah. Bit of a little bit of reverb on there. So let's crank it up. So this is Clarity One. So that's with it on. Switch it off. It's really tightened up this, the uh, kick drum. Back on. It brings a lot of the tail out. That's compressing quite hard, to be fair. Um, what I'll do is I'll leave the amount dial at 50%. We'll just flick through the presets. So that was Clarity 1 that you just heard. If we flick over to Clarity 2. That one I like on drum buses. Yeah, nice. I think it adds a lot of, opens a lot of the top end. Got neutral, which is just, as you'd expect, neutral. Kind of doesn't, it just compresses a little bit. There's a gentle compressor, which seems to, for me, seems to hit the low end really hard. Any low end peaks it clamps down on. But the rest of it, it just kind of lets breathe. Yeah. You listen to the kick drum. It's really getting it's on really top of that kick drum. It's really squashed it yeah. and then kind of, yeah, kind of lets the hi-hats and the, and the snare breathe a little bit. Yeah. Uh, more air. Just kind of, if you listen to that on the snare, you can hear it open the top end up a little bit. It's just, they're all different. Yeah. They're all different multi-band compression functions yeah. they're just changing the crossovers and how hard you're hitting each band basically but again the thing you know the thing is it goes back to being stupidly simple so you load it up you select what you want it what tracks you want it on and yeah. then and then you say how much and then you just say how much yeah um we'll go through a couple more of these so we've got wide mix here That's doing some kind of mid-side compression stuff. Yeah. Also, that will make a massive difference. So if you're listening to this in your car, might want to re-listen to this with some headphones on because it That's makes a true. massive difference. Yeah. Uh, we've got ambience. Kind oh, of I again, like that. kind of compresses the top end with quite a long release time on it, so it brings out the space around stuff. It's quite nice. Uh, and then the last one's called Vocal Enhance. Which isn't going to do much on drums. Actually, sounds well, quite brittle on drums. Yeah, it sounds really brittle. It does loads on drums, but doesn't make it sound particularly. Yeah. So what I'll nice. do is I'll flick it back to Clarity Two, which is what I tend to kind of use on drums. Yeah. Again, this is the thing, though, isn't it? It's like you've got your favourite. So by the time that you've gone through all of these and you've worked out, you've used it a couple of times, and you go, "I always end up using this one." You can just go right. I'll bring this up. Where's my drummer? Right, drag that in. Clarity two. Got the drums, and then you're pretty much at the sound that you kind of want. Yeah. Unless you're looking for something very specific. If you're just looking for a general good drum sound. Yeah. Then you have. No, this. I mean I've used this for a couple of years, so I know what I like to get out of it. Yeah. Um, I know what I hit, what kind of what uh gain reduction levels I should be getting at, kind of to get the sound I want out yeah. of it. So if we listen to it now, I'll just bring the drums up again and I'll bring them up dry uh, with the plug-in turned off and then I'll kick the plug-in in on kind of my standard starting point for drums. Cool. Okay, so dry. And then on. Just tightens everything up. I find it just... It just kind of pulls it all together a little bit. Yeah, which is exactly what 
a multiband compressor, compressor on a drum should, track should do. should do. Yeah. And it just, it does it that simply, you know, that's, you pick a preset that you want, you click, click on the preset, dial in how much you want, kind of hitting the gain reduction amount that you want. Mm. And then you can mix between the wet and the dry signal. Um, just real quick, while we've got it on that drum stem, I will just add the air band in and out just so you can hear what it's doing. Cool. So that's with it off. And then if we flick it in, you listen to the tail of the snare, yeah. you can really hear it. So it will do it again, off and then on. And I find that that can make a huge difference to where a snare sits in a mix. I was going to say, when you're Just opening up a mix. the space around a yeah. snare, it can make a massive... A lot of the time, actually, because I quite rarely use the airband, but a lot of the time, so it won't be on, mm. and I'll be mixing, and I'll be I'll want a bit more kind of space around the snare, I'll just go back and flick the air band on on the drum mix. Yeah, and then it just kind of pops out a little and bit. And it just, yeah, it just opens it all up a bit. So we'll just chuck it on one more thing here, which is a uh, an actual track. We've got no vocals on it. Let's go with, let's just leave it on Clarity 1. So what I'll do is I'll bring this up, this track up with it switched off, and then I'll switch it on, and we can just hear what a difference it makes. And this is just on Clarity 1, and I've just turned the amount up to about 70%, so we're getting about 3 dB of gain reduction. Okay. Okay, here we go. So this is dry track. And we drop it in. And for me, out of the box, that just sounds like money. Yeah. It just, it does everything you want a multiband compressor to do in a single knob, and it does it straight away, yep. and it always sounds good. You struggle <laughs> to find Have anything. you ever made it sound bad? Have you ever put it on something and gone, mm, No. I think Fair. if you hit it too hard, it's going to sound overcompressed. So yeah. I think if you hit something too hard with it, it's going to sound squashed and it's going to sound horrible. But I suppose that's the same with anything. If you overuse something or if we turn it up to the point of yeah. ridiculousness, of course that's going to sound bad. In the same way that that boying at full whack doesn't sound great unless it's something that you're really going for. Yeah. So for this, you know, but, I, I, you know, high praise if you can kind of go on about, you know, 65 between between 50 and 70 percent and on a on your favorite of the um of the preset styles then happy days yeah i mean it can make a it can make a big difference to a track i'm just setting it up now so basically i'll bring the dry track up again what i've done is i've stuck it on the wide mix setting and it's just on a hundred percent with the air switched on but i've rolled the blend back so we're getting a bit of the dry signal and a bit of the wet signal. Oh, cool! So it's not just the wet signal. With the blend, is that as a percentage, or does it is it like does it work in notches, or does it work in it, like small increments? Basically, all the way to the left is wet, all the way to the right is dry. In the middle is equal amounts of both. Okay. So basically, if you've got it at twelve o'clock, yeah, it's equal amounts of wet and dry. It's fifty percent, yeah, essentially 50, fifty, yeah. Um, and then all the way left is all the way wet, and all the way right is all the way dry. So I've got it set to about ten o'clock ish. Okay. So it's mostly wet signal. Okay. Uh, so I'll do the same again. We'll bring it up dry, and then we'll punch it in.
sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds. Softube made a plugin version of the 1973, the thing that this is modeled on. Yeah. And that's got all of the settings, all of the changeable crossovers, yeah, all yeah, of the yeah. independent. But this does it with one knob. <laughs> I suppose, you know, if you it want. It saves all you so the, much time. I, yeah. I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, you can have the the actual 1973 plugin with all of the parameters. But in order to get something that's good and usable quickly, you're going to have to be working so much harder Oh yeah. to to get something that sounds probably just as good. Almost exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really I really like it. Uh, I find it gets a ridiculous amount of use. Um, I, it gets chucked on drum buses. It gets chucked on uh, backing vocal buses. It gets chucked on mix buses any anything that i've kind of would normally put multiband compression on yeah but i want like a quick fix just chuck it on and and turn it up and make it sound good oftentimes i'll start with a mix with this on my main mix bus oh cool and i will then mix through it and sometimes later on down the mix, I'll go back and I'll put something like the Wave C4, you know, an actual multiband compressor yeah. that I can manipulate. I can manipulate a lot more than I can with this. Yeah, for sure. But it just it's a really good starting point, and often it will stay there. Awesome. Which is what we like about stuff. So this is a couple of years old now, though, isn't it? Uh, it's... it's about a year ago. I think they brought it out. Let's okay. have a quick look. And where can you get it? I mean, it's presumably it's just a soft tube download. Is yeah. it an expensive one? I can imagine it not being huge. It's not massively expensive. Um, let's have a quick look. So as we were saying uh, in the previous podcast, with Softube, you can just kind of download all of their stuff. I think they've moved to Gobbler now. So I think you... Um, it's all iLock authenticated. Okay. So you have to have the license yeah. on your iLock. But then I think you just load up the little Gobbler widget on your computer and it just installs them and keeps them up to date. Yeah. Uh, the same way the Slate stuff works. Yeah. That's so all downloadable through Gobbler. Make sure that you've paid for the licenses to use them and, and you're not stealing them. Yeah. Which you shouldn't do, people. You shouldn't be stealing them anyway. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, $74. So 58 quid. 55, 60 quid at the moment. Yeah. It's not too bad. Considering how much I use it, it's definitely, definitely worth it. Yeah. I would be, I think I paid the full price for it. I bought it when it came out. Maybe I had a, but again, had an if, initial discount. I'm not sure. But if it's making your life easier, if it's giving you the thing that you were after anyway, it's worth, it's 50 quid for crying out loud. You yeah. Know. And it does, it's, it does some, even if you only buy it for your drum buses, it does some terrifying things on drum yeah, buses. It absolutely. really does. It sounds exceptional. I'm just looking because I know that if you buy uh, the Focusrite... I was just saying, uh, there's the Focusrite. I've got one of those. So uh... Oh, well, there you go. If you buy the Focusrite Claret stuff, which is kind of their slightly cheaper little two-channel, one- and two-channel interfaces. They're fantastic interfaces. They, they're absolutely brilliant. Um, but you get the time and tone bundle from Softube. That's so, really good. And the, and this is included in that for free. Awesome. So when you when you go and buy your interface from from Focus, right, you get a little download code. I know that they've recently added a few more things to that bundle as well, so you can pick oh, wicked. pick those those guys up for free. That's well worth it because you you get what do you get the the S seventy three. You get the S seventy three. You get a tube delay, which is really nice. I've played with that before. Cool. Uh, you get a reverb, um, and the the saturation knob. The saturation knob. Yeah. I love that thing. That's that's wicked. Yeah, I mean that's 
That though both those tube delays and that reverb sound really good. The S73 is great for chucking on. I mean, you could get a decent mix out of those three things and and your stock plugins. Oh yeah. But you know, you go and buy yourself one of these little Focusrite Claret two mic pre's or something if you're a singer songwriter. Yep. Plug your guitar in. Um plug your your mic in for your vocal and record a few tunes with the stock EQs in yeah. in Logic and then, you know, chuck the S73 on your master bus and use the reverb from from Softube. You yep. could get a really decent little mix out of those. Yeah, definitely. That's a that's a really good little bundle actually. Yeah. To get you started with. Yeah. So that is Softube's S73, Dormer yep. S73, and J Rockets. Boing. That was the boing, simplest yeah. podcast ever. Piece of cake. <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway, look, guys, have an amazing one. I hope you've enjoyed this little podcast. Um, we're getting more and more likes and followers and people messaging us, which is great. Um, we still want to know what you want to uh you what you want us to have a look at. We've got a couple more things in the pipeline and we've got um a little project that we're sort of starting slowly starting. slowly starting <laughs> now which will we'll be kind of updating you with so watch this space and also our youtube channel which is yet to be launching but that will be launching in about a month two months time yeah, something like that a few weeks or so yeah definitely um we've got some nice other little bits and pieces of podcasts coming up um there's a couple of other guitar pedals um and there's uh, a couple of other little ideas for podcasts for beginners on beginner guitar rigs and beginner studio rigs cool. which I thought would be good to yeah, have a look at as fun. well come and find us on Instagram which is at audio blobs uh, Twitter at audio blobscast Facebook forward slash audio blobs and give us an email drop us a line shout at us poke at us whatever you fancy at uh, audio blobs at gmail.com and visit the website www.audioblobs.com for all the uh, all the podcasts and all the blogs. <laughs> one one week breathe. I'll learn all of that stuff. <laughs> one week. One Today week. is not this week. Not this week. <laughs> Fab. Have a good awesome. one, guys. Yeah, we'll see we'll you, see later you on. next time. All right, bye. bye.